Welcome to the Shari Tzedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Shari Tzedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. So tonight, I wanted to say something publicly that my bar and bat mitzvah students hear all the time. But it can't be said enough, even if they're tired of hearing it. That I am so proud of all of them, past, present, and future, for what they have taken on or took on, and so impressed by what they will and have been able to do. Getting up in front of a crowd to lead a service, especially for the first time, is not easy. Leading prayers and reading in Hebrew is a challenge, especially when Hebrew isn't most of our students' first language. Who'd have thought? And reading or chanting Torah for the community might be the most challenging part. Even if you already have a good grasp of Hebrew, the Torah is written in a form of Hebrew very different from the modern-day language. Even for Israeli bar or bat mitzvah students, it's like reading Shakespeare. For a lot of our students, after learning to read their Torah portion comes learning to chant it. For our ancestors, singing the text of the Torah was probably a way of memorizing the words and a way of making the Torah stories more vibrant and interesting for a congregation. So today, we have our 12-year-olds reading and now singing ancient words in another language. But that's not all. Once they get good at reading or chanting their section of Torah, we ask them to start reading right from the scroll, which, if you haven't seen it, has no vowels with which to pronounce the words, nor any of the symbols that are necessary for chanting. And then they do all of this in one year. Our B'nai Mitzvah students undertake an enormous challenge And most of them are not just incredibly proud of themselves by the end of the day of their service. They almost cannot believe what they were able to accomplish. Now, there's a question I've never been asked out loud. But I imagine it has occurred to one or more of my students after a long, possibly excruciating study session. Why do we have our students do this? Why is it important for them to read from the Torah scroll right back there? I know Rabbi Simon and Cantor Canazaro would have their own explanations, but I thought of a few of my own. First off, reading from the Torah connects both those who are reading 
and those who are listening to our Jewish heritage and the ancient traditions of our people. The Torah is at the center of Jewish religion, and everything we do as Jews can be found to have its root there. And the public reading of the story of our people has brought Jews together for millennia. Our students thus have the privilege of becoming links in that chain of tradition. Second, reading a Torah portion gives our bar or bat mitzvah students ownership of a piece of that story. I hope that most of you who celebrated becoming bar or bat mitzvah remember what your Torah portion was called, or at least what it was about, because it belongs to you. It is yours forever. It is a piece of tradition that you bring to life with your own voice in the presence of the Jewish people. Every single one of us should be able to find that little corner of Judaism that we can truly love, that is ours. And third, being a bar or bat mitzvah student is a masterclass in setting a goal and working hard to accomplish it. As I've said, reading Torah is no small thing. It takes a great deal of time, energy, practice, and commitment. For some of our students, it is very likely the first big project that they've taken on, mostly on their own. Standing on the bima and achieving what they set out to do can be powerful evidence that they are capable of taking on big challenges and mastering them. Through the process of learning to lead a bar or bat mitzvah service, each of our students has helped to become better, more committed, a better, more committed Jew, and indeed, to become more whole as a person. This is something that our tradition has understood for a very long time. Perhaps, perhaps expressed best in a custom that you may be aware of, connected to the public reading of Torah. In Ashkenazi communities, those with their roots in Eastern Europe, when someone has read a section of Torah, the congregation says, Yashar Koach, may your strength be firm. Has anyone ever heard that before? Okay, I'm seeing some nods out there. And Yashar Koach is a way of acknowledging the significant work that it takes to read or chant Torah. More power to you, we say. And may that strength lead you to continue studying and learning. But something special happens when we read the last section of one of the five books of our Torah. And tonight, this weekend, we are finishing off the book of Numbers with the last portion, Matot Maseh. So when we get to the end of one of the books, we amp up the volume by offering the phrase, Chazak, Chazak, Venit Chazek. Let's try that. Repeat it after me. Chazak, venit chazek. You got it in one. Yeah. Be strong, be strong, and let us be strengthened. This custom has changed slightly over time. Originally, at the end of every aliyah, or Torah reading, the reader would be offered a hearty chazak by the community. And in Sephardic communities, even today, Readers are greeted by chazak uvaruch, be strong and be blessed, 
as they return to their seats after reading. I believe that there is a lesson for us to find here. Why don't we simply offer congratulations or gratitude for the hard work our Torah readers undertake? Why do we bless them with chazakah, strength? Well, the answer may lie within the more specific meaning of the word. Strength is certainly an okay translation. Um, Chazak, Chazak may actually originate from the book of 2 Samuel, as King David's general Yoav exhorts his soldiers before battle with Chazak Venit Chazak. Be strong and let us summon up our strength for the sake of our people and the towns of our God. God offers Joshua a similar motivation before endeavoring to conquer the promised land. Chazak ve'ematz, be strong and courageous. Now, I do need to clarify. We are not asking our 12-year-old students to muster up their military might to conquer a nation. Indeed, the association of the phrase chazak chazak with the reading of Torah suggests that it has more to do with spiritual strength or fortitude rather than physical force. Sometimes the word chazak refers to fortifying or rebuilding a city, but the meaning that resonates most with me is that of holding firm or grasping something tightly. As it says in the book of Job, betzidkati hechazakti, uh, I will grasp tightly my sense of justice. Perhaps real strength is about holding firmly those things which are most important to us. I would argue that a great translation of chazaka might be integrity or maybe moral fortitude. To be strong means to persist in what we know is right and true despite obstacles. And boy, are there obstacles. Our students have so many things competing for their time. I am so proud that we have dedicated lacrosse players and sailors and Minecrafters in our community. And that makes me doubly grateful when our students make the time and effort to engage with our tradition and words of Torah. They have the chazakah to start something difficult, stick to it, even if it isn't fun, and to finish it. And what goes for our students goes for the rest of us as well. There are so many hurdles. Our society values easy answers. Chazak, cries the voice of our tradition. Stand firm in perceiving nuance, in frequently engaging with complex ideas, in discussing and arguing with others for the pursuit of truth. We are assailed by the temptation of instant gratification, living in a, within a system that so often asks us to exploit others for our own benefit or convenience. Chazak, hold fast to the values of justice and mercy. Engage in the exhausting work of remaking our world to honor human dignity 
and lift up every living being. Do not give in to despair or complacency. There are forces of division that aim to tear us apart. They offer the thrill and intoxication of hate and fear, giving us an other to blame for all of our problems. Venit chazek, fortify yourselves with love and understanding. Give prejudice no quarter within your heart. Teach yourself and your children the infinite value of human life, however naive or unfashionable others might find it. Chazak, chazak, venit chazek. These words are a benchmark for us, a continual reminder as we go through our yearly cycle of Torah reading. They are not just words of congratulations for reading the Torah. They are an exhortation for all of us to strengthen ourselves to live with integrity. They ask us to do the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. And they call on us to find caring community that can support us in our worthy endeavors. With this kind of strength, we can make our actions reflect our values, build deeper relationships with our fellow human beings, and make our lives that much more meaningful. May all of us find chazakah in ourselves, and may we always acknowledge and nurture the chazakah in each other. Shabbat Shalom.